Good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm your host, Hamburger Helper Eric Cedarstrom. On this ninth day of June 2020 in the year of our Lord, this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. We offer legal tender to the masses, the huddled masses, the people that are trying to separate the wheat from the chaff and figure out what's next in this country. Well, we can help you. Call one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, or head out to our website twenty four seven three sixty five at allamericangold dot com. Updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. It's a incredible world that we live in, and getting more and more interesting by the second. I'm joined with the president of Patriot Trading Group, Joe Jaquent. He's uh, he's with us today, still battling his uh, sore nerve damage that he's got. Uh, it's tough getting old. How you doing, kid? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Eric. And and uh, what a Tuesday it is. Uh, the dollar under pressure, Wall Street, uh, the big, huge uh, rally of, well, I'll just call it what it is, uh, Fantasy Island uh, seeming to evaporate, at least for the moment. Uh, the dollar, though, at the new lows of the year as the amount of debt that's going to be issued another huge debt bomb, Eric, coming here for the rest of June. $700 billion more dollars, I think, just this week alone, having to come out of the Treasury. Got, a little, got everybody nervous, and of course, you know, the protesters uh, still happening. Boeing actually got some new orders. They did. They got some new orders today, For what, Eric. a kite? Well... They got nine orders for some cargo planes. Unfortunately, they had 18 orders that got canceled. So still another negative month in the books uh, for Boeing. But at least I think it was the first time in three months someone actually ordered something. Uh, But once again, a net negative for uh, Boeing. Well, they stopped all the plans on remodeling America's airports. So that's, that's over because there's nobody in them. I mean, you still have the fact these things are mostly empty. The planes are mostly empty, with few exceptions. The the only way they're able to hold the uh, the illusion of 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 demand for flights is because they were only running at forty percent. Now, next next month they hope to get up to fifty percent of where we were just sixty days ago. So the economy is still in dire straits. We will. There are more art dollar articles than you can shake a stick at out there. But I think the the number one, of course story this morning non-financial is defunding the police departments and you know it's just unbelievable the president and even now biden says he won't do it but i'm telling you biden's trump card for the election is reparations for the african-americans that's that's going to be his election campaign that's my call so give it here about another 90 days and then it'll start up but um you look at the fact that of defunding police and you look at minnesota minnesota the, the damages are starting to come on the television screen. You're starting to see it now. And they're, they're showing pictures. I mean, Minnesota looks like Beirut. And, you know, and they wanted, they literally want to defund the entire police department and start with some ridiculous, you know, God knows what that's going to come out the other end. But, you know, they used to send, you know, in the 1800s, England used to send all its prisoners to Australia. And I think that's what we should do. If they and you know there were no police in Australia, so all the, the criminals had to work it out amongst themselves. So they all police themselves. I think from now on, anybody sentenced for a crime should be sent to Minnesota, and they can turn it into Deadwood. No law at all in Deadwood. They can just deal with it. 
They can burn the place down to the ground. Eventually, you know, the hierarchy will go, you guys, hey, cut it out. And uh, it'll fix the crime. will fix itself without any police. So <laughs> that is now the dude. Forget Guantanamo. You're just going to Minnesota. Right. Yeah. That's your sentence. You got three years in Minnesota. Good luck. <laughs> they have no police at all there. So. Deadwood, Minnesota. Why not? It looks like Beirut anyway. Patriot Radio News Hour brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. 1-800-951-0592. The picture in the Wall Street Journal today. By the way, front page of the Wall Street Journal says the recession did not begin when the coronavirus hit. It began in February. So now I think they're telling us it's over. (laughs) The new macro recessions that we have, everything goes pretty You know what? I love the way they did that. So before they even said we were in a recession, we were already out of it. 25% of all restaurants in America are closed forever. Yeah. 25. I'm going to tell you right now. So far. Well, I was just going to say, that's the starting number. 33% of all small businesses are gone forever. I don't know what the ramifications are going to be on the commercial real estate markets. But, again, um, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. You you have no idea the amount of people that aren't paying rent and aren't paying. We we talk a lot about the housing market, and there's, you know, four point something million people, 4.8 million uh, homes that people aren't making mortgage payments on. The commercial real estate number is enormous. Uh, When you talk about, because most of commercial real estate is renters. Right, and, and then you have the owners uh, of commercial real estate, and those people not paying, the amount of renters not paying, and, and, and it's going to be something where all these moratoriums, uh, a lot of places they put in a 60-day or a 90-day moratorium, these moratoriums come to an end at the end of June, and some states, depending on the state, the end of June and the end of July. And, you know, June, it's already the 9th of June. So it's going to be really interesting you know uh, how mean? they report all of those. This morning they go, yes, we're going to, we're, we'll, we'll start discussing the HEROES Act maybe after July 4th, the next stimuli. I love it. I, I love it. it. If the Dow drops 10 grand by Friday, there'll be $3 trillion on the street quicker than you can blink. Yes, the reactory, reactionary society we live in is amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. We're all guilty. We're all part of it. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. We've been at this a long time. I'm very surprised that gold's not 2,500 an ounce, kind of where we should be right now. They're going through, you know, but you got to understand the powers that be. If, if they don't get more stimulus out and monetize the entire economy, I've told you, we're heading into a depression. The Dow will break 10,000, and it'll stay there 30 years like Japan. Okay? And my call was that they're going to monetize it. We watched, them, we watched the Fed, bam, throw you know trillions of dollars at everything. They're talking about, you go back, you know, Macy's is supposed to open 450 stores and leave 300 shuttered and... Nobody knows what was Chicago and all this, but that, that's not the point. The point is Macy's was able, while this is going on, like all publicly traded companies, A, get a PPP loan, and B, issue $1.1 billion of debt. Right. Government or, or corporate debt. Right, backed up by, by the Federal Reserve. Yeah, well, guess who bought it? 
The Federal Reserve. Right. Backed up by the yeah, Federal nobody Reserve. Nobody else bought. A lot of these zombie companies were able to, to borrow a bunch of money because of the central bank. And, and part of the reason why is the Treasury is guaranteeing all the losses. In other words, the taxpayer is going to be ending up on the hook for it. Hertz was one of the ones. They got, they got loans through the central bank. We're going to pay for those losses. Have you seen that, Hertz? This is how ridiculous it is. Investors, investors, these are idiots on computers, piling into stocks of bankrupt companies. Car renter Hertz Global Holdings, oil driller Whiting Petroleum, and retailer J.C. Penney's are now among companies that have had the highest rate of return through the stock rally. I mean, it's just crazy. Despite being in Chapter 11, they don't understand the shareholders aren't going to get paid when they liquidate all the cars for pennies on a dollar. So, I mean, it's just amazing. So, But this is the froth that's out there. Gold? No, you don't want gold. Gold's the last thing you'd buy in an economic annihilation. So I want to go back and revisit the 1,500 points added on the Dow for the job number that came out. And let's not forget the 1,800 points that were added on the Dow for vaccines. And these are just the daily moves, you know, and it was, there were three companies that drove it up in the totals. So there you've got 3,300 points in the equity markets based on fake news. Nobody believes the unemployment rate fell to 13.3% in May. Story came out last night. Well, come on. Even, <laughs> even the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they had to come. Now, granted, they, they waited until later in the day on Friday to come clean and say, oh, well, you know, re- really, that wasn't the number. We, we, had, we had this anomaly. We're not sure why, but uh, the rate was much higher. So they asked the Labor Department what they really think it is. Story broke last night, and they go, we don't know. But again, this is how you manage the socioeconomic destruction of America. But nobody a, knows what the real rate a, is. That, that is an honest answer. They really don't. They know. don't know. They can't tell you. So, and there's the issue, you know, because they call people. So, what happened? The government and private sector economists offer a handful of explanations last night. For starters, the Bureau of Labor Statistics said the unemployment rate likely would have been three points higher had all the household surveys actually answered the government's monthly questionnaire correctly. Some residents who have been temporarily laid off or furloughed due to the pandemic have continued to list themselves as employed but absent from work. So that was the box they checked. Employed, but absent. But absent. I'm employed, I think. I just don't have a job at the moment. <laughs> so I but, love but that But somebody one. at the – first of all, why would that even be an option? Secondly, you would think somebody with an IQ of higher than room temperature at the BLS would mean, okay, that person's not working. So, I mean, it's just amazing. So that's that has skewed the data. Without getting two technicals – Workers who are foreload and don't get paid should have been classified as unemployed, but instead the government classified them as employed but have no work. <laughs> yes, this is where I'm putting He's my got a job. He does. He's got a job. He's just not going to his job. It isn't getting paid because there is no work. This was, by the way, the, uh, the, the most wow. jarring economic report ever in the history of global economics what came out last friday look at so, what the dollar's doing oh the dollar's just pounded. To, now listen so. gold got pounded on that news friday gold's already made most of that back here in the last two days 
as the dollar is starting to unwind. And I think, Eric, the reason why the dollar is unwinding is they're like, uh-oh, these morons don't get it. They're actually trying, they're actually believing their own manure. And they're not going to pump the trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars we think they should into the economy in time. If they start, if they wait till July to even start talking about the next round of stimulus, Eric, it's too late. They it's should, too I mean, late. And that's why the dollar is coming apart right now. The dollar, 96 and change. A week ago, it was over 100. That's a massive move in the dollar. The dollar doesn't move like that. The dollar is not silver, right? Silver, it'll move 1, 2, 3, 4, 5% in a day and think nothing of it. The dollar doesn't do that. Yeah, the index is getting pounded. It's on its way down. I don't think they can fix it. Because I think they know if you're not pumping that money in right now, it's going to be too late. They're, they're in my camp. You got to do it. You got to do it now. Stop believing your own bull crap. Well, I believe that you know they monetize everything from sea to shining sea, and they can businesses just, aren't open. They can put off. They can put it off ad infinitum until the people no longer accept petrodollars. All right, they don't want them anymore. And this is the issue: the global arena for the dollar, well, not the, the, not the, the not the domestic arena. So, so this is what's happening. So. You look at now, already stressed by the impact of COVID-19 pandemic, U.S. living standards are squeezed as never before, obviously. At the same time, the world is now having serious doubts about the once widely accepted presumption of American exceptionalism. The currency set the equilibrium between these two factors, domestic economic fundamentals and foreign perceptions of a nation's strength or weakness. And the balance is shifting, and the crash in the dollar is going to be in the offing. And this is an article written this morning, and it is now omnipresent by Stephen Roach. He's a Bloomberg economist. So now take this with a grain of salt that, uh, you know, somehow the uh, Wall Street rally, because don't forget that the Bloomberg article wrote just three weeks ago that one-third of the S&P 500 won't exist by Christmas. And, and guess what? That number still stands. It still stands. Still stands. One third of the S, which the S and P five hundred set a record right. yesterday. What? It's up, or I know it's up for the year. Well, I'm up sorry, for the it's year, not a yeah. record. Up for the but year. Up for the, the year. Nasdaq the Nasdaq hit a record. Yeah, boy, it's hard to keep up with all this. So, even for two thousand and eight, when you go back and you look at what's happening and you look at where we're at with our quote unquote GDP, which again is a the generally dumb public number. Remember when I was a kid, it was the gross national product, but they changed GDP to add bond sales and, I mean, debt instruments and uh, corporate debt, and it's all in there in the GDP. It has nothing to do with things that we manufacture. But nevertheless, I think we're hovering right now at uh, 18, 19%, 19% of our GDP is now debt. So... Now, they need to keep going. You know it, and I know it. Joe's absolutely right that if they pull if they pull the punch from the uh, party, that this is going to have just massive ramifications. This already is so much bigger than 08. It's just incredible how big this they is. They just want to deny that it's happening. You're talking about one-third uh, of the stock market being trash. I mean, that's what it is. It's absolute 
garbage. These are companies that have lived off of debt, refinancing debt, being able to get more debt. Uh, the central bank played a huge role in all of this. Now the taxpayer going to be left holding the bag. And now all of a sudden, they're, they're trying to say, you know what, we've got time. We'll, we're we're going to hold off on the next round of stimulus. And next thing you know, all of a sudden, the dollar's starting to come apart. Well, you take away the employment rally and the uh, vaccine rallies, and you peel 4,000 points off. Here, we'll see, because that's what runs Bartertown. I don't know why. I couldn't tell you, because right now in America, the public is the lowest percentage stock ownership than ever in the history of this country. Why would they even uh, care? But it makes it easier. It does make it easier to manipulate with the, uh, having so few people actually in it. And the vast majority that are in it, they're only in it in their 401k. And the 401k, we all know, you, you check a box, right? Oh, I'll take this box or that box, right? You're, you're not really in the market. Uh, Patriot Radio News Hour. It's Tuesday. Every day is Tuesday now. So, yeah, they were talking this morning. I was watching some of the uh, independent news on uh, the satellite, and they're showing the pictures of America. You know, good morning, America. How are you? The Willie Nelson song. Uh, I mean, the pictures are just incredible. They ripped Santa Monica from end to end. Minnesota still smoldering. Their store still smoldering. And it's not over yet. I mean, you know, who knows what's going to set off the, the next round of this. It's uh, it's crazy. So pray for this country. I don't think there's any way to recover for this. But, again, I am your, uh, you know, catastrophist du jour. And I, I just don't see that it's going to happen. And the stores are now, they're saying that, you know, 2019 was a record for retail stores closing in malls. Oh, they're going to destroy that yeah, record. 2019 was, and they say, you know, 10,000 stores. 25,000 plus. In malls. Yeah, yeah. forget the small businesses. 25,000. Yeah, I'm not counting the mom and pop shops. Right. 25,000 major retailers are going to close their doors permanently permanently this year two and a half times more than the the country has ever seen yeah ever it's an interesting i mean i'm looking at this article but but it tells you just like a lot of people a lot of people out there and everyone out there you know most people they can't go 30 days without money right could you imagine if the government hadn't sent out the twelve hundred dollars a person right so that way you and your wife well at least we got twenty four hundred bucks we had a couple of kids okay they gave us thirty four hundred dollars could you imagine what would have happened without that one third of the s&p's in the same boat hey we couldn't go 30 days without any money Yep, they just they just revamped that number, by the way, because they asked J.C. Penney's, Victoria's Secrets, Pier One, all these that have gone broke, and uh, they were they were estimating last month that we'd have fifteen thousand stores. They bumped that up ten thousand. It's now twenty five thousand stores uh, in mostly malls. These are not the uh, little independent tourist areas, but probably going to be worse there. I can't imagine people wanting to uh, hustle right back and get back into Santa Monica. They were interviewing some of the business owners, and the one thing that, you know, think of the city sales tax that you got to collect, 8, 9, 10, 11% sales tax retailers have to collect for the cities, and all of them said the same thing. We the, we called 911 multiple times, and 911 told us we were on our own. I mean, think of what the taxes are paid. So where does it all go? 
It goes to mayors that are absolutely incapable of running their towns. You talk about the Peter Principle, you know, where everybody rises to their own level of incompetence. Nowhere is it more present and prevalent than when you look at the mayors, the liberal mayors of U.S. towns. It is amazing when you listen to them speak how out of touch they are. But, of course, most of them were corporate or attorneys, and they have liberal arts degrees, you know, and they uh, lived with their parents till they were 30. <laughs> yeah, I can handle this. Had no government problem. government jobs. Government you know. jobs. I know. It's just crazy. So you people keeping score at home, I wanted to throw this in. Front page, Dateline, June 9th, Wall Street Journal. Recession in U.S. began in February. So you you people that didn't go broke till, uh, thing, till right? June, you can get it done earlier. So We knew the economy was slowing, right? We knew that was slowing at the end of last year, coming into this year. I was surprised that they said February because we know Corona here, we didn't start doing anything and with coronavirus till the middle of March. Right. Yeah, they didn't start shutting anything down. U.S. officially entered into a recession in February, marking the end of a 128-month expansion that was the longest in records dating back to 1854. While Monday's declaration by the National Bureau of Economic Research didn't come as a surprise to most economists, the group typically waits until a recession is well underway before saying it has started. My entire life in the gold business, I've never heard anyone say that we were in a recession or heading into a recession, but we are always constantly recovering from a recession, which is where we are today. Yes, we're recovering. Today's Patriot Radio News Hour. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, the conservative pro-family broadcast of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a leading voice for the sanctity of life, traditional education, the Constitution, and American sovereignty. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. A piece in Harvard Magazine listed out a bunch of values that students miss out on when they're homeschooled by their parents. The purpose of the article was to convince the federal government to pass major reforms, essentially outlawing homeschooling for most families. The author of the article wrote, quote, It's important that children grow up exposed to community values, social values, democratic values, ideas about non-discrimination and tolerance of other people's viewpoints, end quote. This list of missing values sure sounds convincing, but that's only at first glance. Let's break down what the author is really talking about behind all that academic doublespeak. When she writes about community values, she's talking about the global community as defined by the globalists at the United Nation. When she writes about social values, she's talking about the so-called comprehensive sex education misleading our kids by saying safe sex with lots of partners is the best way to live. When she writes about democratic values... What she really means is the warped view of our nation espoused by the liberal Democratic Party. When she says ideas about non-discrimination, what she really means is ignoring the terrible consequences of same-sex relationships. When she talks about tolerance of other people's viewpoints, what she really means is tolerance only for the views held by the leftists in academia. The elites at Harvard Magazine and the National Education Association may be terrible at teaching our children, but they sure can run a great marketing campaign. The language they use is flowery, but there's a sinister motive behind it. Like so many other government-controlled industries, their entire goal in life is to consolidate their own power by taking away ours. 
Their lofty platitudes can't disguise the fact that they're coming for our children and our right to make decisions for our children. The only way they win is if we don't speak out and fight for our rights. So don't be intimidated by their well-rehearsed talking points. We have the right to make educational choices for our children. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The traditional family is the building block of our communities and country. That's why it's imperative to support strong marriages, respect fathers, and champion stay-at-home moms. At phyllisschlafly.com, we oppose the liberal attempt to redefine the family. To join us, visit phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no sir, yes ma'am, by God be darned. How you guys doing, man? Thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy lives. Well, maybe not as busy as they used to be. You're uh, sitting at home yelling at your Labrador. We appreciate you taking time, though, to allow us into it. The news has been incredible, trying to do this on a daily basis, especially financial news. It literally dried up. They don't even know. I asked Joe, what's the what's the multiple, what's the earnings of the stock market right now? And that's a number that's readily available where they take earnings forecasts and they tell you the multiple. The, what the, 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 the P.E. ratio, P-E as they ratio. like to call it. And you'll hear these people, they're like a broken record. They come out, oh, it's at 19, it's at 19, it's been at 19, you know, for the last year and a half, and of course... The, the average, if you take the last, you know, just the last 50 years, last 100 years of Wall Street, the average is about 8. But they tell you, oh, it can be this high because interest rates are so low, right? Now, you know, they always have a reason why it, it, it can be higher than it ever should be. But, but here's the realities. Right now, nobody knows what the P.E. Ratio no more guidance, right? Because there's no guidance. Everybody's taking them off the streets. The best I could find, the S&P, uh, one company is saying right now it's at 23 times earnings. Uh, the Dow Jones is at 22 times uh, right now, which is still, in historical perspectives, way above the norm. And all of us know though that's way too, way, way, way too low because the real numbers uh, when you factor in all these companies that have pulled their guidance, I would not be surprised. Matter of fact, I actually think it is. I think we're at new all-time highs. Back, I think we're above where we were during the dot-com, when, when the dot-com bubble burst. Well, here's the issue, too. Remember during 08, everybody learned the difference between gap and pro forma accounting? Right. Pro forma is an Indian word. It means we are flat-out lying. <laughs> gap is where they actually count the numbers but now it's times next year's earnings so nobody really knows one thing came out uh, buried in the wall street journal today the global economy you know the great thing the new world order the globalist it uh, so far has shrunk by 5.2 percent in 2020 and the reason i ask that is wouldn't you have to take that same multiple now that you know that things are not growing that you have to take the negative and then multiply it times that NASDAQ at all-time highs. Yesterday, the S&P went into positive territory for the year. I can't I mean, get over that. It makes no sense. Well, they, is it stock earnings? No. Dividends? No. They asked that question this morning on Bubble Vision. What is it? Nobody knows. What it is, is it's government stimuli, the plunge protection team, electronic trading, and just generally how stupid people are. But you thank God, because imagine if this really does go the other way. 
I mean, look what happened at Dow 18,000. You can't buy toilet paper. I mean, you can't get food. I mean, think of how crazy that it is. I think it was just a test to see what really would happen. I think we're going to find out for real. And while all this is going on, again, buried in the Wall Street Journal today, eh, nobody pays any attention to this, the U.S. budget gap more than doubled in May, pushing the deficit for the fiscal year now to $2 trillion so far. Well, they, they're off a Just trillion. a little. Well, they don't they're count, off a trillion. They don't count the Fed money. Too. No, even that. Even that, though, they're off a trillion. Actually, right now... Uh, 3.1 trillion, and of course it gets old. It's hard because you're like, well, you know, May ended nine days ago. Well, in nine days, we've racked up uh, quite a bit of money in yeah, the for, last nine days. That's what they're counting. The first eight months of the fiscal year, which began in October, the deficit totaled 1.9 trillion, compared with 739 billion in the same period a year earlier. So even even lying, the numbers are yeah. just horrific. For the past 12 months, the deficit, a share of GDP, stood at roughly 10% by the day of today's number, 19. Now remember, Shattered every oh, record. Hey, so, The big rule of thumb, these aren't my rules, it's not like I made these up, was allowable debt that they deemed to be okay, that you didn't have to worry about your money and your wealth, was 3%. Right, the debt, the deficit could be three percent of GDP, and that's okay. So we're now talking right. about it's at twenty percent of GDP, and they're trying to tell you it's okay. That's why the dollar's ticking. That's down. exactly why the dollar's coming apart. So don't say it, though. Shh. We don't want people to know. It's funny how there's no press, none. Well, they want to talk about the great jobs report. Right. Nothing on the dollar. Listen, gold was done on Friday. After the beating it took, you saw all weekend long, and I know all of you listening, you saw it. Oh, gold's going to 1600 Gold's going back to 1500 and, and this chart and that chart. And, and the economy's fake. Right. The economy's all better. And all of a sudden, here we are on Tuesday, gold 1720 Right? Right back to almost where it was before Friday's little debacle happened. And the reason is the dollar is coming undone because some real economic data, people started, it takes a while, you got to sift through it all, and all of a sudden people are like, wait a minute. Well, the Fed hasn't wandered over there yet, the plunge protection team. It's like trying to, you know, kill roaches. Because now they, you know, they fix the debt, the, go, the corporate debt market, and then they fix the bank liquidity problems. And while they're doing that, the dollar's falling. And they got to run over here and fix right. that. And the trade deficit blew way out right at a time when everything's getting uh, hammered out there. The exports, American exports, have all but dried up. So now all of a sudden, the dollar's starting to come undone. Especially next week, we start the huge influx. The Treasury starts to have to sell hundreds of billions of more dollars of debt. And and right before that happens, what's happening here? The dollar is starting to show uh, it's losing its bite. Well, also today, the Federal Reserve said that it'll make terms more favorable for its incipient program to extend loans to small and mid-sized businesses. By the way, the SBA ran out of money. They don't want to talk about that. Again. They've got this huge program out there where they were going to give everybody not a PPP loan, but a business loan. You could borrow money at a, at a reduced interest rate. At, and at 3.75% amortized over 30, 30 years. years. So incredible loan. They've had everybody has filled it out, and you go to the steps, and I know 10 people. That have taken it all the steps. The last step is you have to e-sign. 
and they can't get to that step. Once you get to that, then they fund. So the only thing people can figure out is the SBA has run out of money. So so now you've got their uh, the, the PPP loans that were out there. Nobody knows what's going to happen with them. I, uh, a friend of mine who's an attorney, I talked with him. He got one. Um, he said the thing to do was when you – because you have to prove that, what, 75% of it goes to payroll. He said he opened a separate account for his PPP loan. Only an attorney would do that. But uh, anyway. I did that. He, did you do that too? Wow, how about that? I'm impressed. So then you can show where it went and exactly. you don't have to pay it back. So there you have it. There's your financial planning here. Oh, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet, that's all dead. God, country, family, that's all dead. But now Major League Baseball has a new proposal. That got shot down already. Did it? It's uh, already shot down? Yeah, the players were like, no way! They're not going to do it. They wanted them to get, what, uh, 75% of their prorated salaries? Right, the, the players wanted 100% of their prorated, prorated. salaries. Wow. Well, there's no fans. Listen, you're telling me we're going to operate with no fans in uh, professional sports, right? All this social distancing. We got all the protests, day 12, day 13 of protests. Nobody will buy a Harley Davidson out there. Everything's just fine, though. The American economy, nobody's in the airport on an airplane, but it's great. Nobody's in Vegas either. It's getting creepy. We'll be back. feeling too man people got news burnout i mean i get it i have it i know you guys got it too i see our online numbers starting to shrink people are just going to tune out for a little while we've seen enough ravaging pillaging plundering economic annihilation i mean just been in our face for 90 days and i know you're sick of it and so am i but you know as pt barnum said the show must go on so and i mean even i went home last night i have to tell you that i've uh I kind of started watching Laura Ingram as this all happened as on Fox News at night, and and uh, yeah, she does a good job. She's something. I don't think she, I don't know if she does radio anymore. I think she's just doing TV, but uh, she'll lay it out there. She uh, she lets them have it. So so anyway, the stock rally now has gone from an absolute annihilated country, and they've added twenty one trillion dollars in about eighteen trading sessions. It really was something. So. It uh, quieted the gold and silver business. We've been dead quiet Friday and yesterday. Uh, Joe's going to put together a, a buying package here and see if we can tickle your bone to get you going again. But uh, the um, Major League Baseball, yeah, what they proposed was a 76-game season playoff. I mean, but again, no fans. The players aren't going to do it. These you know young gazillionaires, these bonus babies, are just not going to do it. So now they estimate, even with their proposal, Major League Baseball is now uh, estimating a $10 billion revenue drop this year. Just sad. The coronavirus is not abating. It's getting worse in spots here. Arizona, you know, well, you guys see the news. Texas set a record. I don't know. You know, it's hot out here, so nobody can figure out what's really happening with this. I mean, are we just going to get pounded again? When it all comes in full circle next winter, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't think anybody knows. I said to my wife, Lori, this morning, I go, they could tell you anything at this point. They could come out and say, hey, guess what? The coronavirus has mutated, and it's no longer a problem, and people still wouldn't know whether to believe them. I mean, even they even dusted off Fauci. That guy disappeared for a while. 
he was back. So they're trying to, I don't know. I don't have the answers here. I can tell you, though, that the adding, uh, burning the cities didn't help us any. But yet Wall Street had its best run ever since the first match sparked. Bang! I hate to do God, it. I don't want to be this way, but you get the, it's so predictable. These are the markets you get during extreme economic times. Go back to the Great Depression. All the biggest gr- increases and drops uh, were during that time period right, right up until today. Right. right now, this period, same thing. When you look, top five percentage moves up, top five percentage move down. It used to be all be in the in, in the, the Great, Great Depression. Depression, and now and now, and now it's 2020, right. 2020, 2020, 1930, 2020, 1931, 1930, 1920, 1929. I hope right? these idiots don't run us into a depression with fiat floating, debt laden money. Could you imagine? I think they're gonna. That, now there's is, your dollar collapse. I, I, I'm so. telling you right now, the dollar is sending you the message. Uh, and I think it has to do with the fact that, hey, you're not spending enough money. Well, the dollar index, again, at 96, and it's against a basket of fiat floating other junk. Well, think about all the junk that they're competing against well, I know. with all their negative rates and everything else. I don't know, Eric. I think Well, negative rates now, we want a weak dollar. Well, I'd... So the, this is what President Trump wants, by the way. He wants the dollar we're to decline. This. If you delay, if you delay you're going negative, and that's what the dollar is saying. The dollar is saying we think you're delaying on more money, which means it's going to get worse, which means you're going to negative rates, and if we go to negative rates, you're no better than anybody else. We might as well just hold our own currency then. Boy, I'll tell you, that's an excellent way of putting it, Joe, that uh, that just puts us with everybody else. You're just like everybody else. Well, this is what the uh, have-nots want. They want, you know, the boomers, they hate us, the people that hold the wealth in this country – uh, they want us gone. If they can't get rid of us physically, they can certainly get rid of us financially by just literally collapsing the dollar. And I've said this over and over again. Study hyperinflation. I mean, just look at what happens to economies. Look at, like, the I've, I've done the example of the guy running a grocery store that sells a gallon of milk and a loaf of bread for five bucks, and all of a sudden he calls to, you know, resupply, and it's ten the next day. He's like, what are you talking about? I just sold it for five. Well, something about the dollar coming apart. I don't know because people don't understand macroeconomics. You know, it's uh, it's uh, trying to separate all this is very hard. So then he sells it again for ten dollars, and he goes to order the next day, and it's twenty. And he goes, "Well, wait a minute. What? Do, I can't keep up like this." So then he's, "All right, give me more." And oh yeah, everything's going to be fine. I heard Cudlow on the news today. Everything's going to be fine. He sells a gallon of milk loaf of bread for twenty. Goes to order it the next day. It's forty. He's just lose every time he goes to replace his inventory. He's losing more and more money. This is you know where then it, then it goes parabolic. Eighty dollars, one hundred eighty, two thousand, four thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, ten million for a gallon of milk and a loaf of bread. We used to have the money hanging in here. The billion dollar notes used to hang in here from South Africa, Argentina, Brazil. Trust me, a gallon of milk and a loaf of bread were five rand at one point. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they were there. So that's just why you do it. This is why you hold legal lawful tender. So a smart retailer says, well, how come silver's 2800 an ounce? <laughs> he goes, you know, I can take an old silver quarter and get a lo- gallon of milk and a loaf of bread with it. All right. So every day he's got a grease board behind his cash register. It's pre-64 quarters worth this much today. 
pre-64, 50-cent pieces, silver dollars, silver eagles worth this much this month, gold's worth this much. And you're able to restock your supplies. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. But if it does, we've got a great package for you today. You get a U.S. $5 Liberty, a 10-ounce silver bar. We still have three or four of these left. And, a t- and 10 peace dollars. These are nice XFAU peace dollars. Very nice material. We're going to let you have 10 of them. So this is an incredible package. I can't believe it. So you get a $5 Liberty, a 10-ounce silver bar, and 10 peace dollars for 975 bucks. So the $5 Liberty, that's your gold piece, right? Uh, just just under a quarter of an ounce of gold in that. And a little 10-ounce brick A 10-ounce brick of silver. And uh, all the silver, by the way, those 10-ounce bars all in plastic. And then 10 really nice piece dollars. They're really, really nice. 975 bucks at 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. segment patriot radio news hour joe's out writing orders so hurry on this one we don't have many of those 10 ounce bars so you get uh five dollar liberty a 10 ounce silver bar and 10 piece dollars 975 add shipping and handling plus credit card fees this story just breaking on uh, newsmax u.s dollar status as a global reserve currency has now been under attack for many years but today like no other that most economies now started to reopen, and Goldman Sachs is betting against the dollar. Big banks are starting to go short on the U.S. dollar index. The article went on and explained precisely what the short selling it means. It involves borrowing the currency, selling it at current market price, and then waiting, hopefully, for the price to recover and drop, and then they can sell, buy it back. Specifically, Goldman's betting on the Norwegian krone to outperform the dollar. Yes, nice American company. The Norwegian kroner. (laughs) Here's another issue that I had no idea. It's not just America. It's China as well. And this is what these young punks want to do. You know, the uh, Venmos, the the, uh, blockchain currency, anything that gets rid of a bank that makes any money. I mean, everything. But right now, the main currency is the Chinese. In China is the yuan for the Chinese. That is changing so fast right now that the commies can't believe it. It's being phased out and being replaced by the central bank digital currency, the CBDC. And you can thank that to the COVID-19 outbreak, the CBDC, the central bank digital currency in China. Article goes on, says the banks believe that the dollar's day as the world's current reserve currency are numbered with some of the biggest ever changes to the government-backed central bank currencies looming. So now, of course, the Fed's efforts to help the dollar may not be much help. And again, in a global economy, the only way we can bring things back here, the only way we can get it all back where we want to start building things and shipping things to them is we got to get in the currency decline game. Yeah, you got to hammer your currency and make the goods that you make in your country by slave labor actually cheaper than the goods that they make by other slave labor in other countries. That's the only way it's going to work. Other than that, put an armada on the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans and say we're only going to serve America like we used to do 
and we don't care what happens in the rest of the world. That's what Nixon said we had to do, by the way. So the potential risk now for the for the currency, the article that's on Newsmax says, hedge your bets while there's still time. The dollar appears to be working or weakening, and by over time it may weaken dramatically. The good news is that both gold and silver have not exploded yet. So. Well, yeah, it's probably the key word. By the way, uh, we got only five more packages. That's it, Eric. Then we're going to be out of the package. Okay. Uh, the five dollar lib, the ten ounce silver bar, and the ten piece dollars at nine seventy five. Come on, they should be. It should be nine seventy five just for the five dollar liberty. If if things were and, and well, you look at. I mean, gold's up an, almost another twenty bucks today, uh, banging on the door of seventeen twenty. Silver uh, flat on the day, 1785 uh, on silver this morning. The Dow is down 210 points, uh, but Amazon's up, so that's kind of making it look a little better. Well, I don't know. Trying to figure this out is not easy, but I cannot see, and I've tried to look at it. I cannot see how shutting down an economy and then burning it is going to be good for us going forth. I've looked at it a thousand different ways. You need to be your own Federal Reserve. So 975, 5 lib, 10 ounce silver bar, and 10 piece dollars. Unbelievable. It's like 20 ounces of silver and a five dollar gold piece. 975. May turn out to be the best buy in the world. We'll be back tomorrow. Good Lord willing. Thanks for tuning in.